0: Good morning, and welcome to the Memorial of St. Aga- Agatha, Virgin and Martyr. Uh, this is Wednesday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. Uh, we've got Second Samuel continuing. Uh, I think since the first uh, day we started this, we've been in Second Samuel. But uh, we get to hear, to me, what is a very confusing story. I hope to read up on it later. Uh, But it's the story of uh, King David uh, doing a census of his people. uh, And then the gospel. Let me go through the responsorial. Uh, Psalm 32, verses 1 through 2 and 5, 6, and 7. Lord, forgive the wrong I have done. The hallelujah is John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them, and they follow me. And then the gospel is Mark 6, 1 through 6. Uh, going back to the first reading, uh, like I said, King David sends uh, Joab or Yoab again. Uh, he's kind of uh, King David's right-hand man. He's the one that sent for, uh, I'm blanking on his name, the Hittite, uh, Bathsheba's husband, Um And, and he's also the one that is sent out here to, uh, in David's words, tour all the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and register the people that I may know their number. Um, he does that and he gets a report back. And then David says, "The Lord, I have sinned grievously in what I have done. But now, Lord, forgive the guilt of your servant, for I have been very foolish. You know, it's important for any military leader to understand the number of people he has to fight with and to me that's not a foolish thing but a wise thing and the only thing i can think is that instead of having his faith in the lord in any battle he goes into david here is counting on his own merits and the merits of the number of his men in order to prepare for battle. Um, so it's probably a pride uh, and a lack of trust in God that has been uh, the the guilt of David here. Uh, but at the end of this reading Um, David's given three choices uh, in his punishment. He can get three years' famine upon the land. Uh, He can flee for three months from his enemy or have a three-day pestilence in the land. And it was at the time of the harvest, he picked pestilence, and it was at the time of the harvest that, uh, that this hit. And... David saw the angel stretching forth his hand towards Jerusalem. The Lord told the angel that enough, stay your hand. Then David sees the angel who was striking his people and said, It is I that sinned. It is I, the shepherd, who have done wrong. But these are my sheep. What have they done? Punish me and my kindred. So I'm excited to see what tomorrow, hopefully it's a continuation of today's reading, to see if the Lord responds to this. Um, I know I've been in this same position where I feel like the world is falling down around me and it may be because of my own sin but that I would hope that the the Lord wouldn't punish all of those around me. Perfect, right into the response. where Lord, forgive the wrong I have done for we are dust and from dust we shall return. Um, Blessed is he whose fault is taken away, whose sin is covered. Bless the man to whom the Lord imputes not guilt, in whose spirit there is no guile. Amen to that. Psalm 32. Uh, I I don't have a great um, connection other than it's referring to sin. I'd like to think that each of these psalms is these. Uh, Readings come through could have been written at the same time by David. Um, it's just beautiful that we're we're reading through Second Samuel and and the life of David while these psalms hit. Because um, the I, I confess my faults to you, Lord, and you took away the guilt of my sin. I mean, this this reflects directly with uh, King David's uh, feelings and conversations with the Lord in the first reading. Um, My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord, I know them, and they follow me. This is the Alleluia, referring back to the sheep, David's sheep, who are uh, being tormented by the three-day pestilence. Um, But in John, we hear, my sheep hear my voice, says the Lord, I know them, and they follow me. Um, The first time I can remember sheep... And shepherd being referred to in the Bible is, is that verse in, in 2 Samuel. And maybe maybe there was one with Abraham. But uh, what a correlation that King David wants to take care of his sheep and now the Lord. Alright, into the gospel, Mark six, one through six. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. Uh, when the Sabbath came, this is a short one, I'll just read it to you. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary? So this is, if you guys uh, recognize it already, the uh, a prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So Jesus was unable to perform any mighty deeds there apart from curing a few sick people by laying hands on them. Um, this is... Um, this. I, I believe this cuts both ways. Um, you know, my dad was a... Um, very, uh, influential person within our community. He's a deacon in our church. And there were many people that came out to me thinking he was going to be a saint, um, after he passed. And while I have no doubt that, uh, my father is in heaven, uh, that he may be declared an official saint of the church is not likely. Um, as his son i was uh reproached by him i was uh you know got to see some of the less saintly attributes um and i don't know that that's typically the case here with jesus in the reading but um the everydayness of life is not what we attribute to the great prophets and the great saints um but they had the everydayness of life And that's how we're being called to act upon our world. You know, there's going to be people we see in an official function or we see to whom we can speak Christ to throughout the day. But I really think um, for me being able to touch my wife and my kids, um, and, and speak to them through the gospel, um, be able to bring up my kids through the light of the gospel, will be extremely important. And, and you know, this is a great example. Just last night I had to, to send our third uh, back up to bed like four times and, and not following directions of my big pet peeve. But, um, you know, the way I responded to that was not in the light of the gospel and these are the ways that you know a prophet is not without honor except in his native place because the people around us see the everydayness of us so how can we transform the everydayness into saintliness May the lord be with you and protect you today that you may go out that we may go out and be the light to his nations. Amen.